0: Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned.
1: Did you know that a giraffe's coffee would be cold by the time it reached its stomach?
0: Why are we yelling? EFTM. I don't know. Fire it up. Cars. Oh, this is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, oh, a cross. and John
1: Abood. Yeah. It looked it look like you just did the. Oh, I did. Holy I did cross. the Holy Cross. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Spectacles,
0: testicles, wallet, and watch.
1: Exactly. And thank you to our person on Twitter, Craig, who gave me that insane piece of trivia. Why would a giraffe be drinking coffee and how has that been tested?
0: I'm tipping that was Nuggie. It was Nuggie? Listen, he made that up.
1: He made it up and we've run with it. Why and he's, lots of...
0: Uh, why are you still yelling?
1: Just looking at other people. Like Gaz, he said, giraffes do not have a gallbladder.
0: That's a piece fun. of trivia. You just, mate...
1: What about what Robert said? He can't, said, I, can't do I it didn't know go. giraffes drank coffee. Who would have thunk it?
0: That's, that's funny from Rob. It's pretty funny, <laughs> is pretty so. funny.
1: I've had too many coffees, people.
0: I haven't seen you have any today. I did have one down at the cafe, didn't you? Yeah. Double shot. I just had a milkshake. Did you? What about that? We we had, we had a guest and they, we did. Sh- they shouted coffees and he went mm. a bacon egg sandwich. You went a sausage roll. I ordered first. I didn't think we were going food. You know what? <laughs> I would have chimed in with a bacon egg roll. Just irrespective Filthy. of what we ate. Yeah. <clears throat> there's always that awkward
1: moment when you have a visitor come here mm. and we, we go down to the cafe and we talk about business. We're talking business. business, And there's just that, that moment at the register when you think, who's going to pay?
0: Oh, I always have my card out.
1: You go first, don't you? You produce first. Always. I like to linger.
0: <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I linger. That's been your strategy for some time.
1: Yeah, I'm a lingerer. Yeah. Uh, not I'm not a malingerer. I'm a lingerer. You're, yes, but there's mothballs in your wallet. There's, there is not. I've spent a lot of money on things. I just,
0: yeah. Stuck. Well, my house,
1: for example. Yeah. I, I couldn't have that one. No. One day, Trev. Anyway, let's this get on with the show. This is the EFT podcast. This is the EFT podcast.
2: Yeah, thanks. Now,
0: I did a segment on the Today Show this week, and I thought it was worth uh, reflecting on. No, Turntables. Right. I don't know if you saw it. Did you mm, see
1: it? Of course I did. I'm exclusive to the Today Show. No, you're not.
0: You've told me you're not. I like to flick around and sample the opposition just to give you tips. I don't need tips. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, but I'll take them. I always I'm I'm willing to accept feedback. You're open I don't, to criticism. Let me, oh, you know what? I I I enjoy feedback. Yes, yeah, so I do just I. don't take it well. <laughs> that, that, do you just see the see yeah. the problem with that? Like yeah. I really enjoy feedback. Mm. I just don't take it well. Because well, essentially it, it, it helps. It's important you know what people think. Yeah. But I don't really like the the moment mm. of hearing the bad news. I think we need to work on that. Yep. we need to work on it. You know, you need to just you know the old water off a duck's back. No, it's all about um, it's a management technique. No, I think it's, it's all it. about uh, so like let's go back to radio days in, yeah. in air checking. So it'd be like, so I've come off and we've listened to the podcast and I go, hey mm. Bowen, first and foremost, yep. heard the show. Mm. How good was the laughs at the end? Or whatever? you know, yeah, you, sure. you've got to, you've got to have that absolute reinforcement that I genuinely heard and engaged with what you did. That thing you did, because a lot yeah. of time a boss is actually only responding to. Uh, someone else's feedback saying that's oh, right, you true. know, that, yep. that thing was wrong, and you they go, Hey, don't, yeah. don't muck that thing up again. You're like, Well, hang on a minute, did you even listen? Yeah, so firstly, love mm. the show, it was great. Yeah, um, one thing I'd do differently was I wonder whether that thing you did, you know, could have been done in the other order, right? Just, okay. just some feedback, I don't know, yeah. but uh, you know, maybe try it out next time, but yeah, you know, okay. love the show anyway. All right, and I don't know whether that that see that sugar coating yep. around. Yep. The central feedback is worthwhile. I think no? you've
1: got some deep-seated insecurities, though, at the end of the day, by
0: the sounds of it.
1: I mean, you know, you just don't cop criticism, as you said. So, you know, if someone says to you, Fucking thing sucks! You sleep on that. Yeah. And you just, for a week or two, plot a revenge path against that particular person, don't you?
0: Look, I think at this point, uh, I should move on. Yes. Because because oh, I think, oh, yes, you're right. Because I think you're right. Yeah. And I think... Unfortunately, those are those are learned techniques. They are indeed. The um the Today Show segment was about turntables, you know, right. vinyl records. I remember those. Um, it's apparently, uh, and it's still coming up. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, congratulations, you're a very early listener. If you're listening on the weekend, International Record Store Day, yeah. Saturday, International Records. Really, yep. that's yep. a
1: actual designated
0: day. I, to be honest, I did say to the PR person, David. Mm. I said, mate, by the way, did you make this day up? Yes, he did. He said, no, it's a thing. So like all around the world, so, record stores are having parties in the
1: you know, deepest forests of the Amazon yeah. and you walk up to a local tribe and say, this is international record store day. If not- they
0: have a record store, it would matter. But if they don't have a record store, clearly it's not a day. I don't think they recognize breast cancer awareness month either.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's not widespread. I think you should say that for this conversation, yeah. it is
0: relevant uh-huh. and accurate, uh-huh. but for the rest of the world, it's bullshit. It's called. So um, <laughs> I said, well, let's get some record plays because, you know, yep. vinyl, vinyl is cool. And actually, did you know that they're, they're, when a new song is released, mm. they make more vinyl copies than CDs these days? No. True. Really? Yes. No now, way. to be clear, they're not selling lots of vinyls or CDs because it's all digital these days. Yeah. But JB Hi-Fi have vinyls in every store now. That's amazing. Uh, it's, a, it's had a real resurgence. Yeah. They're expensive. Like, you got to pay 50 bucks for a vinyl these days. It used to be like yeah, seven. dollars well, when the I was problem. a kid. Yeah. Anyway. used um, to use them as Frisbees. Um, I got a bunch of record players in. The people at Synergy Audio brought in some beautiful ones, up to $2,700 for a turntable. <laughs> Crazy stuff, but it sounded magnificent. Yeah. Um. You know, your, your, your entry point really should be the $700 Price point for the Rega Planner. Mm. Very nice. But I brought back with me to the studio because it wasn't supplied by Synergy. It was p- supplied by Sony. Mm. The Sony turntable with Bluetooth. Now, this was announced at CS. I don't know if you remember. It was, I recall it. I yeah. was banging on about this back then because yeah. I've, I've reviewed turntables before. and Normally, you get sent a turntable. Yeah. And then they send you, because you probably don't have it, a little amplifier Mm. and some speakers. That's how you need to listen to a turntable. You've Mm. got to have a hi-fi system or an amplifier. Of course, yeah. But the very fact that this unit is $299, Mm. goes on sale next month in Mm. May in Australia, Two ninety nine. dollars and you can put, plug it into the wall mm. and then there's a Bluetooth pairing button. you press Bluetooth pairing. Mm. And this was the thing that blew my mind. Normally when you Bluetooth pair, you've got a screen on your phone yep. and you've got to press the which thing. You just bl- put it in pairing mode mm. and then you bring a speaker or headphones or a soundbar near it yeah. and you put that in pairing mode as well and they go, okay. Let's talk. And they pair up. That's amazing. And I paired it up to the big JBL party yeah. box. I paired it up to a smaller JBL speaker. I paired it up to a set of Bluetooth headphones. Yep. And I played music. What did you play? I played a lot of Farnham. I played uh, Where'd some you get the Leo Sale. From? I've got records. You've got I've got a, my family's home, yeah. record collection. Okay. Some Leo Sale, I played yeah. some electric light orchestra, mm. I even played some village people. And how does it mate <laughs> <laughs> How does I, it come across? I'm even even through the Bluetooth, I'm, do you lose any of that warmth? I, I believe that it was a deeper. I felt really good about listening to the music. It felt mm. different to me. Do you hear the crackle still?
2: Yeah, you hear yeah. the
0: crackle as you put the needle down and stuff like that. But wow. I'm not saying it was any better or worse yeah. than than listening to it on on a digital format, especially because yeah. I'm only listening via Bluetooth. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't have the new Unigen cameras that we've set up in the office for security yeah. because I man, I was rocking it. Well, yeah. I'm not lying, man. I had the volume pirouettes? up loud, yeah. and I was going sick. I was. It was great. Wow. And then I put the headphones on because those Grado headphones I've got from New York. Mm. Are magnificent, these are four and a half thousand dollars. No, 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 I'll oh, not just, those just ones. Little Great Bluetooth, oh, okay. um, they're more like 300, dollars yeah, they're right. beautiful, really good audio quality.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. And I just enjoy the experience. And here's oh. the thing about vinyl I yeah. don't know whether you had that experience as a kid, but we had we had records. Mm. No, uh, we definitely, I, I remember did, yeah. getting the We Are the World single. Yeah. I rem- we've got my mum used to threaten us with Nana Muscuri mm. if we didn't sleep at night. She'd say, Listen, I'm gonna play Nana Muscuri. Yeah, I've still got those Nana Muscuri yeah. albums. I found Dumbo. I found Batman and Robin. Oh well, wow! We've got some serious records. And here's the thing: when you get, your, especially when you get your kids involved, yeah. so you are putting the needle on. Especially if it's a forty-five, a single, mm. gets to the end, and they're like, "What now?" I'm Like well, you got to turn it over. You yeah. got to put another one on. Flip it
1: over. The B side. If you're
0: listening to an album, yeah. you can't shuffle. Yeah, <laughs> you got to go in the. It's this. It's a story. That's right. The, the musicians create a story yeah. through their through their songs. Yeah. It's actually a really enjoyable experience.
1: Yeah, my memory of Vinyls, I mean, my father had it. He was into the Beatles, so he had the big Beatles box set, which I've still got at home. Yep. But the neighbours, the McGinty's. The McGinty Jerry McGinty. He Jezza. was a Slim Dusty fan. So that's I I literally as soon as I hear the term final record, that's all I think. Slim Dusty, yeah, and all that. The Strike a Um, Light, and all that. The Pub with No Beer. God rest his soul. But yeah, I mean, it's a nostalgic way to listen to music, mate. Look, I'm
0: I'm not saying it's it's not the best quality. Music. No, but this is the thing. If you talk to a, like the $20,000 well, $20, yeah. amplifier speaker yeah. system we took on the Today Show yeah. wouldn't have come across on television. No. Believe me, it was magnificent yeah. because there's a real purity about getting it. And mm. like, mate, the bloke, and I said this on Two Blokes Talking Tech, so apologies if you're double listening, but mm. the bloke that was setting up the the expensive ones had yep. this device. He sat on the turntable yep. and it, it could weigh the needle. Oh, okay. He put the needle on it, would weigh it. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. put the Sony on He goes, oh, yeah. I went, what's wrong? He goes three grams, mate. What's yours? He goes they're like one, one and a half, maybe. Oh right. So you wow. get you might get a bit more bass yeah, out of it, yeah, as Bill, sure, uh, sure. a listener said to me yeah. on Twitter. But it will it will wear at the the record. The record, yeah. So yeah. It, like it's like there's some serious nerdy stuff goes around turntables, and yeah. as I said, I'm not saying go and spend twenty thousand dollars on a speaker system. I'm saying if you've got your family's vinyl mm. collection, mm. or you're interested in buying some new vinyls, two ninety nine. This Sony turntable is is excellent it's just magnificent to think that you could just sit in the corner plug it into the power, and pair it up with your soundbar or your headphones or whatever, and just bring back the old vinyl.
1: You know, it's funny, uh, just before I go on, uh, John Abut isn't here, and the very reason he's not here is because he would not understand what we're talking about. He's only yeah. 21. True. But we're also playing with uh, cassette tapes during the week. We were just trying to find a few things. Yeah. And, I mean, even that was um, a, a great pathway down, you know, memory lane. Yeah. I mean, you know, some of the cassettes that i produced, you had to get the pencil in and, yeah, and, and rewind it around. up and
0: tighten it up. And I M- mean, uh, We were wondering which side was which, because the player I've got Got, doesn't really tell you whether it's playing the front or the back. So you yeah. put it in and then you're like, okay, got to turn it around. Yeah. And to rewind it, you got to turn it over and fast forward the other one because this thing only had a forward. Like it's just yeah. some crazy I love retro stuff. stuff. I'm,
1: do you think cassettes might come back no. at some point? No. no. Not going to happen? No. No real need for it?
0: I just think that the, the damage that can be done with the yeah. tape is… Well, they don't age well. I mean, I've had it, yeah. mine in storage and, you know, they start
1: to rust. Yeah, yeah. Not, Moisture not, not affects not them. Yeah, um, no. Any
0: any film style uh, tape yeah. is is not not going to have a long life.
1: Did you ever try your, the old fingernail on the record trick, and you could hear the music through your, your finger?
0: No, but I did not try. Act. It was like a uh, a hack, but you know, we have you know corrugated cardboard. Yes, yeah, with yeah, a neat yeah. like a, it's just a bit of wire, yeah, but yeah. essentially needle on, and. Yeah. It would come up the needle and into the corrugated yeah. parts of the cardboard, and it would be a little record player. Yeah, it's fascinating. So You've got to be it? able to spin it consistently 30, 33 um, rotations or revs a minute. I'd love to, that's
1: true. I'd love to look at a vinyl record like at a microscopic level. Just oh, to yeah. See well, someone the said, the bumps uh,
0: like just before we went on air, the Today Show, George and Deb were having a great time talking about vinyls, and they go, mm. How do they get the music on? And I went, whoa, 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 don't ask me that. It does it a bit technical. You may as well just ask me, yeah. How does television work? It's I mean, sort of etched in, isn't it? Yeah. I, I don't know. Mate, I don't. Fully, and I've been yeah. I've been to Broadcast Australia. The people yeah. own the towers, and they've explained to me how television and radio yeah. work. Don't
2: understand. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Radio to me. waves, yeah.
0: television using radio. It just makes no sense yeah. that we can turn on this big screen yeah. and a picture that's been sent through the air yeah. from twenty kilometers away just appears on here. Yeah, it's amazing. That's, it really that's is. That's as amazing to me as as sound coming off a vinyl record. Mind blowing. They all look the same. Yeah. Like you look at a waveform in Adobe Audition, as yeah. we yeah. do now when we're editing audio. Yeah. Like two waveforms. Yeah. Like this is how I look at it. Two mm. waveforms could look the same, mm. surely, because it's really just a volume yeah, thing. Yeah, that's all it is. So that's it's not about volume on the vinyl. It's actually a t- retransmission. It's like a radio yeah. wave being that's exactly right. on it. It's yeah. phenomenal. Don't know how they do it. Don't know how they do it. But I'm glad they are doing it again. Good on, you're on back. It. But anyway, the full review of that Sony turntable on a video is up at efdm.com.
1: From turntable to cars, we go, and this week in the EFTM garage, we've got a couple of cars actually. Yep. Uh, in fact, we've got three, <laughs> but uh, we'll just touch on two at this point in time. Look, the Duke Nissan Duke Nismo RS is sitting downstairs at the moment. I've had that for a couple of days now. We've driven the Duke any number of times. You even crash one.
0: Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> I was not at fault. <laughs> It was yellow. It
1: deserved to be crashed. A
0: poor young woman went through a red light and clipped the front of my car, the Duke, Mm. and a bus. Yeah. I felt really sorry for her. Yeah. Anyway, that happened. It does happen. It happens to everyone. Everyone
1: has an accident from time to time. Look, I went to the Nismo Duke launch last year sometime at the bend down in Adelaide, the race course down there. Now, look, a lot of people out there would go, look, putting a Nismo badge on a Duke is just sacrilegious. like... What are they weird. doing? I mean, you, when you think of Nismo, you think of Nissan GTR, don't you? Nissan Motorsport. But look, the Duke is a, it's a quirky little car to look at, isn't yeah. it? I mean.
0: I think it looks good. You know what's a bit odd? Is, I've only ever seen it in, in weird colours, like white or yeah. sorry, red or yellow and stuff. Mm. It actually doesn't look that bad in yeah. white.
1: The one I've got's uh, white and it's got the, the full body kit on it. Red uh,
0: Nismo trim lines. Nismo
1: has it, um, put onto it. But, you know, it's got an enhanced performance as well. It's got a 1.6-litre turbocharged engine, 160 kilowatts of power. Now, that's... Pretty handy, and I've got to tell you, I've had a lot of fun driving it home
0: because I do take the twisty bits on the way home it's, through the Golston Gorge a here in fun New South Wales. little bit; I only drive it home and back. But yeah, do you know what? I it's a manual too, so that yeah, was, that I love that. Shock to my system. It's been a while, but mm. so it took. I didn't. I don't think even the short ride I had. I don't think I really got used to the um, the clutch. Uh, it feels like a really long clutch on it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But but you know, punchy little engine. Yeah. But once again, Nissan what's doing on the center part of your interior yeah the infotainment the buttons the everything is literally 20 years old folks what's going on and the th- funny thing about
1: it is the reversing camera is one of those surround view yeah. cameras but it's the size of a postage stamp
0: like it's literally as small as if not smaller than a mobile phone and yet yeah. they're, they're fitting a reversing camera and and 360 in there
1: yeah it's just silly what about the steering wheel it's coated in that sort of felt material I find it to be a little bit slippery
0: actually a juke with a center line steering wheel as well yeah it's
1: also got the red uh, racing line <laughs> on the middle of the wheel mate it's got plenty of poke I've got to say but the, it's biggest problem is it's front wheel drive and it doesn't have like a sports differential so getting power to the ground is a bit of a corner a bit of a, a problem when you're powering out of corners at a spirited rate so I find it to be a bit over the top yeah. it doesn't get the power to the ground as you'd expect it has got a bespoke exhaust on it. It's got Nismo tuned suspension, so it uh, you know it's it, it is fun. I've got to say, it's nothing like a um, a genuine hot hatch like the uh, Hyundai i thirty N, for example, or anything like that. It's pretty expensive thirty seven thousand seven hundred ninety dollars for the uh, six speed manual, which we've got downstairs. There is an automatic at forty one thousand four hundred ninety. Mm. They didn't make too many of them, truth. There's only about two hundred and forty in the country, so we've got one downstairs, and that's it. They're only going to make mm. two hundred. 40. Um, I don't know who the market is for this sort of car. <laughs> it's got that the front end is the weirdest problem with this yeah. car because it's sort of bug eyed, eyed. Yeah, it's got the, the fog lights down the bottom, the headlights up the top, and a split through the middle.
0: So, um, unusual at best. Um, at best. some would say ugly. I, so, I okay, so parked next to it then, yeah. is something much more bland, yeah, which is the Hyundai Ionic. Now, yeah. I spoke about this last week in my experience. Um, my, my initial thoughts are at eftm.com on that one, but. As an electric vehicle bar, my biggest thing was I wanted to know from you what you felt of the driving experience because it does have a sports mode. You Mm. do take the twisty bits. What was it like to drive an electric $50,000 car?
1: Look, I was pretty surprised. First of all, let's just talk about it as a car. It is very well equipped. I mean, it's got all the high end gear you'd expect from almost a European car. It's got heated and cooled seats. You've got adaptive cruise control, um, lane lane, lane guide assist. assist um, you know, blind spot monitoring, all that sort of thing. But as a drive, I mean, you know, you're sitting in a conventional car, there's no doubt about it, but it's electric. It's got paddle shifters behind the steering wheel, which adjusts the regenerative um, braking, so there's three different steps yeah, to yeah. that. I had it on a highest level, level three. three.
0: Which, which allows you to do that throttle off kind of well, a little bit of mid-term it's braking. It's
1: one foot driving, basically. You yeah. very rarely apply the brakes, so that's how I was using it. it, it it's a good little car. I mean, you know, it um, isn't exactly set up to uh, excite the sensors. Um, it's got really narrow wheels and... And not much grip but this isn't the sort of car that you should be approaching a corner at, at a rapid pace but look my commute is 40 kilometers in each direction no dramas 40 k's there charge it up overnight come back to the office you know probably with another 200 k's left on it yeah. um, I could live with that car for months and months and months on end without having to worry about any sort of range anxiety and this is the thing
0: We've, we're, we're hopefully, hopefully getting some higher speed charging yeah. installed at the office but I see no need, even if and I'm not gonna lie, I've genuinely thought about buying that car yeah. over the last few weeks. All right. I've thought, okay, I mean this could be it. I mean mm. if I'm gonna if I'm gonna bang on about it, maybe mm. I should, right? But you know I don't need to worry about yeah. installing. All I need to do is my PowerPoint is actually behind a garage yeah. door. Yeah. So I'd just get the PowerPoint put on the outside. Yeah. I'd get one of those external PowerPoints put yeah. on. I wouldn't get a wall box fitted. Oh, yeah, I'd just use a normal power. There is literally no reason for the wall box. No, not for this car. No, there's not. Because I would challenge people, and I'd love to know from people. Tweet us if you want, at, at EFTM. How many hours is your car sitting in, in your driveway? Don't yeah. think about it work. And in your driveway, yeah. you get home at six, maybe seven, You leave at 6, maybe 7. That's at least 10, 11, 12 hours. Yeah, exactly. Now, I can't imagine that even if you're on your longest possible commute, that you're going to need more than 11 hours charging time. Mm. as you, a daily
1: drive, it's just never going to be a problem for you. Obviously, when you take a road trip Can't to, take your, to, to your mum's house, that's what, a six-hour journey, 400 K. We'd have to soap. stay
0: overnight in probably two locations before yeah. we got there. Or we'll take another car,
1: <laughs> uh, a conventional car. We're but, catching the
0: train in two weeks. But
1: the problem is, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, that'd be a great trip. It's got, by
0: the way, school holidays for the next two weeks. So I'm not here on Tuesday, oh, is Wednesday, it? Thursday for the next two weeks.
1: Okay, no worries. I'll be here Manning the yeah, Fort. No don't worry about that. Um, It is is forty-eight grand. Uh, that's... A lot of money for a car that should be probably twenty five. Yeah, so
0: I I spent. I had a look last night because I was thinking I've been saying all week yeah. that it's like twenty grand more than a conventional yeah. electric yeah. Uh, petrol. Yeah. So I had a look at the Elantra because I heard someone from a different publication mm. say it was like the i thirty. That's bullshit. Yep. It's mm. like an Elantra yeah. size wise. And who, I'm, who I'm, said it was like an i thirty? The same person that's been banging on about it's nothing like an. It's like exactly.
1: It's the same size as an Elantra. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Uh, Price wise, you can get Elantras for for twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, But they do go up to 32, 35 Right So the problem I've got is I think I really need to get A genuine comparison Between those features You know adaptive cruise And all that Yeah and I need to get a spec sheet and really, I want to know what is the genuine difference in in like for like mm. price. But I do think it's probably, uh, you know, closer to twenty than fifteen. I think it's probably an eighteen thousand dollar difference. The only
1: deterrent for me is the looks. Like everything about it is okay and acceptable until you get to the C pillar. I just can't cop the sloping rear end with the split for the the yep. rear wind. Have a look at window. it in blue, dark blue. Yeah, dark blue looks I, good. I have seen one of those getting so.
0: I, this is how much time I spent on it last night looking, thinking, well, should I buy one? Yeah. Because the silver we've got, silver is such a bland car yeah, colour. Yeah, it is, yeah. But in yeah. blue, mm. it's not bad. It's not bad at
1: all. Um, and oh, look, the front grille's attractive. Obviously, there's no uh, radiator slats at all, so you've got that sort of unusual look which EV cars have. But what about when you open the bonnet? Like, uh, don't think like this is a Tesla and you open the bonnet and there's storage or cargo space. You literally see the electric motor just sitting there. There's also mm. a radiator a bonnet bottle full of coolant. Um, it's interesting
0: because the Tesla experience is for the consumer, mm. you see nothing of the the skateboard of the rolling chassis. Exactly, yeah. Whereas with this you still get that sense it's of, all there's, on a, show. there's a, I can check this cable, I can check that cable. There's you know, for a for a mechanic, I actually think it's gonna be cheaper to maintain time wise because anything they do need to do is it looks like it's within reach.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Whereas with a the Tesla, they've got to take it apart yeah, exactly. to get to it.
1: Yeah. The, so the, is that the twelve volt battery is embedded what like really deep under the uh, windscreen almost.
0: So I I just feel like that is I think that's a smart thing in terms of maintenance. Yeah. Um and that's really my, my other big question: is running cost-wise. Because again, on the Hyundai website, mm. they do this thing: tell us where you live and where you go. Yep. And it, will t- it said to me I'd save $1,300 a year on petrol. Yeah okay, good, yeah. but that's over five years. That's not even enough to recoup. Yeah, it's going the to take a long to recoup it. So, are we keeping these cars for eight years? Is that what we should be thinking about here? The eight yeah. year battery warranty, for example? Well,
1: that's the thing. I mean, you know, I've got a camera which is now eight years old. Well, well in fact, both, it's nine years mate, old. Both
0: my cars are nine years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, so yeah.
1: And it's it's a hybrid, and the battery's showing no sign of degrading, and we've got about 154,000 Ks on it. So, oh, the batteries last longer than the warranty. Oh, yeah, exactly. There's no doubt about I'm just that. talking in terms of ownership, yeah, in yeah. terms
0: of that whole, can I justify the purchase? Is yeah. it worth. Canceling out that yeah. that that four to five year ownership experience yeah. and saying actually it's going to be a longer life car, yeah. uh, and so I can recoup that money over time. I don't know. I'm struggling to just that's my thing. Is yeah. if I was to you know look at selling the Mazda yeah. and getting a Hyundai Ionic, yeah. you know it is it is a lot of money, mate. Yeah. I'm better off getting an Elantra. Yeah, it's not worth it presently.
1: Um, th- that's definitely right. And i was just thinking about the comment earlier, and someone compared it to an i30. There is an I thirty uh, fastback model now, mm. which probably is similar in size. I don't know if that's what the car he was referring to, but I just feel like the wheelbase is longer than an I thirty. Like it, it is,
0: mate, it's a Lantra.
1: It's quite I I haven't sat in the back of it um, at all. But yeah, it's a re- it's a mid sized car. It's a good little um, car. Good We're, little loving car. We're, We're loving, loving it. We're loving it. We'll keep you
0: up to date. We've got <laughs> we don't f- know how long we've got it to we, be honest, we've, but we've uh, got a few we've got a few plans for it. Yeah. Um I've got some crazy plans for it. If we could uh, get it out into the country, I, I wouldn't mind having it out there for a few weeks, but uh, yeah. uh, to see if it's livable in a rural area, because I think it is genuinely. Well, if you um, can stay somewhere and charge it, yeah. No, absolutely. I'm talking. I'm saying, you know what? My sister drives 50k a day. In yeah. Rural, okay. Like, yeah. And could charge it at home. Yeah. Like, why couldn't you check? Why couldn't you prove that it's? Because people bang on about, oh, I live mm. west of the Great Dividing Range. Yeah. Yes, but how much do you drive? Yeah, that's right. If you live in Bathurst, forgetting they've got yeah. a Tesla supercharger. Yeah. If you live in Bathurst, it's likely your biggest commute is probably work in orange.
1: Orange. Do you know yeah. what I mean? what's Lithgow, that? Lithgow, oh, I'll be about 40Ks. Exactly. Yeah, well, you yeah. could drive
0: from Bathurst to yeah. Lithgow every day yeah, yeah. and happily charge this car. Easily. So yeah. I, I think it's, it's important we don't think about this as a city, big city car. Mm. You could live in Wagga. You yeah. could live in Newcastle. You can live anywhere yeah, that know. your commute is... No more than yeah. 100Ks a day because that's going to start to freak you out.
1: Just before we go on, the election's coming up. I heard the Prime Minister today say about electric cars and Labour's policy, <laughs> you know, we're all going to get stung. And he said, on average, electric cars are $5,000 more than their petrol or diesel counterparts. Well,
0: yes. That's wrong. It's more. more than <laughs> well, it's probably, it's probably <laughs> actually more.
1: But anyway, they are more, whatever the price is. But that's today. People, we were talking about, 10 years time all mm. the, the prices are going to come down and i don't know why they are making it such an issue when they are investing in electric programs all over the place
0: he, anyway me, i was thinking whether we should get heavy on on the election and just come up with policy things yeah. all the time but let's let's i'll give mm. you one right now mm. as i've said before my my care is not directly for the environment i no. don't dis i don't not care about no, the no, environment. i just i just that's not why i do these yep. things right mm. um But here's an example. Toyota Corolla. Mm. Every single model of the Toyota Corolla Mm. has a hybrid option at $1,500. $1,500 option. That that would mean less emissions, less fuel use, a whole bunch of things. Why doesn't the government incentivize that $1,500? Yeah, exactly. So that every single Toyota Corolla sold in Australia is a hybrid. Imagine that. Because I guarantee you, everyone that goes in to buy a Corolla is told that for an extra $1,500 they could buy a hybrid. And they all go, $1,500, no way. Because... At that price, every dollar counts, right? Yeah. But if you took away that fifteen hundred dollars, mm. I bet you—may they be flooding dealerships everywhere. And there's th- also, whatever number of Corollas is being sold now would yeah. be sold as hybrid. Yeah, and what would that be? There'd be a thousand a month, wouldn't at there? At least, least? surely, yeah. like that's 12,000 20,000 cars a year we've got to get to to 750,000 somehow folks and the
1: off-road community have gone absolutely berserk but mate I've been to events that Toyota have hosted launching various vehicles and they're talking about a hybrid Hilux at some point they've committed to it by
0: 2025
1: there are going to be electric four-wheel drives which are just as capable of what what we've got on the road now
0: and yes they will be the more expensive of the range exactly and that's where either the government or consumer pressure needs Mm. to bring that gap in price down I think it's a Amazing that you can get a hybrid for fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, the 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 price differential. Yeah,
1: well that they absolutely smashed it. Twitter oh, that deal. That's so great. so that's
0: that's because what it we used need. to be the flagship of the Corolla range. Well, it should be it should be called the Hyundai Elantra, yeah. Ionic or something, yeah, you know? something like that. So that yeah. you know there's a clear step up to it, yeah. and and people could judge that price difference exactly. Anyway, a
1: lot of uh, misinformation out there, but
0: we're just trying to tell the truth, aren't we? Try trying our best, mate.
2: EFTM, you're listening to the podcast. EFTM podcast.
0: Let's run through a bunch of things that are on the, uh, the website this week. And one of them are, that I've been talking about on the radio is uh, a survey by Deloitte Access Economics. Yeah. And uh, let me be clear. I, I could think of nothing more boring than reading a uh, report by Deloitte Access Economics. Yeah, I shall be reading. That. Um, I, I really just went to the executive summary and some key points. Sure but respect to the people who have to put this rubbish together. Good on your You know, decisions are made by yeah. governments and what a boring people job. about that. Yeah. Um, the, the report was actually into the impact of the mobile phone industry mm. on the Australian economy. Mm. By 2025 or 2030, yep. 2, 3.1% of the GDP will be based around the mobile industry. Very exciting stuff, don't you think? No. Now, if you've tuned out or fallen asleep, I'll wake you up right now. Yep. The thing I got to was uh, 94% of people essentially won't leave home without their mobile phone. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. But that's a higher number than won't leave home without their wallet. Mm. That's, so we've now reached a point where the, where the phone is more important than the wallet in terms of that leaving the house ritual see I don't, I don't
1: understand that uh, there's just no instance where I would leave the house without my wallet because to leave the house without my wallet I'm generally driving so I require my license because uh, it's an offence not to well, have if I license. walk up the
0: shops I don't need, I, I don't need my wallet because I mm. can take my phone with my uh, tap and go and that's the choice I would make mm. I would take my phone all the time, because I want to be connected. Yeah. And if I'm going to the shops, I'm not an idiot. My wife might text me at the last minute, so don't forget margarine. Mm. So, like, idiot, you got to go with your phone. Yeah, I suppose. But I can make those payments with my phone. Yeah. So, it, it's...
1: it's oh, I never f- leave home without my wallet, but I guess that's just my geographic area where I live. I don't walk everywhere. You don't walk anywhere. And I don't walk anywhere. I don't do walking. <laughs> I drive to the IGA, even though it's 200 metres away. <laughs> like, I just, you know... I've. I've well, I, carry I have all
0: those bags. Back. I have walked to the local yeah. shops, but it's not my yeah, primary but choice. You very rarely walk to the shops. I very rarely. I mean, if we had one of those chairs that you yeah. put on the wall for elderly people I'd, here in the office, mm. I'd, I'd catch it every time. I just
1: like the, the idea of leaving my wallet at home, like in case you get broken into and someone nicks your wallet. They just look through the window and see your wallet sitting on the counter and go oh, opportunistic. Let's
0: rob the joint. More likely, they're just going to take your car. Yeah,
1: yeah, probably. Probably no. I'm anyway, in the car.
0: The other one, the other one that was in the stats was seventy-five yeah. percent of all triple O calls yeah. are made from a mobile phone. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, often emergencies sense. when uh, happen when you're out the about. But out, what did we do 15, 20 years ago? And so, so mm. remember, phone box. a lot of lot of people talk about you know the emergency response time. How many mm. minutes does it take the cops to turn up? Or yeah. There was a great story out of Canberra um, mm. uh, on the weekend. Mm. I was on Channel Nine. I did a little spot, and they were talking <laughs> about because it was a battery that exploded in the front of the car. Oh, yeah, a portable saw that. battery. Yeah. yeah. And I watched the CCTV vision, and it was about nine minutes between, Mm. I assume, her calling Mm. uh, emergency and the uh, fire is coming. That's Mm. remarkable. Pretty quick. And see, if those emergencies... So, that's nine minutes from Mm. from call to response. Mm. Geez, the response time must have been awful, like, by another 10 minutes or so back in the day, because... What would that woman have done? She would have run and knocked on doors yeah. until someone answered, yeah. or gone to a payphone until yeah. she found one. Yeah. Uh, you know, like that. That it's the it's the response time for the for the person actually. Yeah. lodging the complaint or the yeah. concern mm. that's come down massively because of the mobile phone. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just – any
1: time anything happens in the world now, you find out almost immediately, yeah. I mean, via social well, media. i just wait for you to tell me off. i right just tell you. I've turned off all notifications. I'm like, if something happens Assange, overseas, out. notification I know five seconds later. And I, well, exactly. Like, you know, Julian Assange last night, vision of him being arrested was literally on the internet immediately, mm. you know.
0: Fifteen years ago, good on him. Too. That would
1: have been a good two or three hour process How good before seeing him behind
0: bars. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, apparently, I mean, I, I really followed it too closely, but it seems to me that, um look, he's been a bit naughty. Yeah, you and can't just go to leaking stuff,
0: mate. Leaking <laughs> the, stuff. You can't go there's, rogue. There's, there's other horrific uh, oh, allegations, there are other allegations. In, in Sweden. Yeah. The bottom line yeah. is he thinks he's lawless. Yeah, he did. And finally, they've just gone. You know what? You're not. You are the world champion of overstaying. He, t- he treated <laughs> he treated the Ecuadorian embassy yeah, yeah. like a frat house. He did. <laughs> he was playing soccer in the hallways, <laughs> playing music really loudly, and then it, and and then it got worse. <laughs> that was the norm. Oh, no. Plus, he looks like a freak. He's I mean, hard
1: to let himself go. That's where they've gone. Like, this is becoming too much. He's not showering anymore. He's not shaving. He's lost it. He's lost You'd it. You'd love to know what the conversation was after seven years ago. Like They've just woken up one morning, the Ecuadorians, or whatever
0: they are. They've just rung their new president and gone, listen. <laughs> Get him out. <laughs> it's eviction time. Yeah. The poor guy. has been dragged out, kicking and screaming. And Hasn't uh, their Airbnb rating taken his today. Oh,
1: imagine being... Na- like, that's just a normal street in London. Imagine being the neighbours across the road, having to cop that for seven years I yeah, mean the media the, attention the, the, the police, hilarious
0: part about it is the, yeah. the charge he's up up against in England mm. has a five year jail penalty yeah yeah he, he's up for five years in jail he just spent seven years locked up no, himself <laughs> the bloke's kidding the only <laughs> advantage he had was Pamela Anderson
1: <laughs> she had a strange relationship with him I don't know how that happened yeah um, anyway you know, good luck to him good luck to him Julian's out and uh, well apparently people carry their mobile phones more than their wallet back to you Trevor, I love robotic vacuums as you know, and mm. we've had access to a number of them over the years. More recently, EcoVacs, which do a tremendous job with their DBOT 900 or the Osmo 900. I never know what they call it.
0: Yeah, DBOT and Osmo, they're different Osmo, ranges, but yeah. it's confusing. But yep.
1: they, look, they are solid vacuums. There's no doubt about it. Um, they've got the best mapping system. Um, they literally create a Uh, blueprint of your home. It's phenomenal. The app is fantastic and it does a fairly decent job. Not so good on carpet, but, you know, if you're using it every day, you know, it's an expensive one, around $1,000 and it's got plenty of technology on board. It's a solid, solid um, robot vacuum cleaner. But, but, But. the LG R9 Master Robotic Vacuum. And I think that we have offered up the first review on EFTM.com in Australia, including a video review of this particular Monster! It's enormous. It's uh, it's it's enormous. Like it's 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 like two D bots stuck on top of each other. Well, think of it. So the front of it looks like you know a traditional vacuum brush head you might find on a Dyson stick vacuum, and then you've got the the cylinder connected to it, which is sitting on top of the circular mm. casing. So it's got a very big bin to accommodate all the dust that sucks up, but it has a camera which literally can map your house in 3D and see things in 3D. It's got a laser as well to help it guide itself around the place. Massive levels of suction. Like it has those you know, whirlwind style cyclone, um, almost like what the, Dyson. the technology Dyson use. Um, so it's a genuine vacuum Essentially, cleaner. Essentially,
2: it's
0: got a massive dustbin yep. like a normal vacuum. Yep. It's got a normal head. Yep. Like a normal vacuum. And massive power. And it was bloody noisy when you turned it on in here. Yeah. So, look, I mean, you connect
1: to your Wi-Fi network as usual. You can run it through the app. I brought it into the EFTM office because I've been using it at home. Didn't bother connecting to the Wi-Fi network. It also comes with a remote controller. I hit play and the thing just went about its job. And let me tell you, the the office here is a minefield in terms of objects, isn't it? There's Mm. cables, lots of gear lying around. And it's surprising how well it did. It, it will easily go over a power cable without yeah. getting twisted. Um, we just let it go and it's just sort of did the whole room and did its best. Whereas if you let one of these D-Bots loose without putting up an exclusion zone around certain areas, it's going to come unstuck eventually. Uh, it, it's got huge wheels on it too. It's almost yeah. like an off-road sort of style <laughs> vacuum cleaner.
0: Um, it, it, it's it's just, very, very impressive. It's the most capable cleaner yeah. that we've seen in a yeah. robotic sense. It's the most capable... Kind of all terrain, as you say. Yeah, it's all terrain. Like not getting put yeah. off by things, mm. but I think in what I observed from the apps, it just it it just needs that mapping with the lidar that the D bot yeah. has. It's sensational that you can go. Mm. Here's a blueprint of my home. Here's where I want you to go. Yeah. Here's where I want you to don't go. Yeah. I can set them up in zones and say so I want you to yeah, target yeah. there. It's just the mapping levels of the D bot. Yep. So the intelligence of the D bot mm. feels higher than than the LG, even though the LG has artificial the, the, the intelligence. A huge level yeah. of, of smart support, yeah. like that camera. I mean, the fact yeah. that you can use it as a surveillance camera as yeah. well. Yeah. But, mate, 1600 bucks. Yeah.
1: Well, it actually started off at 1800 I mean, it really needs to come down in price. 1600 that's a lavish purchase. Um, it runs every day at my house. I very rarely now am using the, the Dyson V10 that hangs on the wall. The only time I use it is to maybe you need to reach up high sometimes to get some cobwebs off the ceiling or vacuum one of the couches. Uh, I just don't use it anymore. Mm. I literally don't use it anymore. Um, I'm confident that it's doing the carpets very, very well. Uh, It doesn't have any sort of mopping features that that some of the D-Bots offer. So, you know, that's one thing people may miss out on or want. Um, And at that price range, that's probably disappointing, I guess, for some people. But look... it, it struggled initially to navigate my home because what I've had to do is put it in the front room, which is a TV room, to hide it from my son, who will eventually find it and pester it, right? So it's a small room and it has to go through a door to, to find its dock. So to go from one end of the house back to this small room is quite a, a feat, I think. And it did struggle on a couple of occasions and, and got found in the bathroom or Henry's, Henry's room. But over three or four days, it did start to realise where it was and it nails it every single time. Now it just does not fail; it doesn't get stuck on anything. Finds its way home every time. The D bots they do go missing, unfortunately, from time to time. But the good thing is, via the map, you know where it is. You can yeah, see where it is see. in the house. Like the number of times I've gone home and gone, "Oh, where is it? It's not on the charger." I'll look at the app. Oh, there it is. It's over in the toilet this time. Um, whereas the LG, you, you don't know where it is. Yeah. Um,
0: look, I, so. The, the interesting thing is, from an LG perspective, yeah. if you think about this this vacuum market. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Dyson just came in and went yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the other range, so LG have had this Chord Zero concept for now yeah. several years. I remember their first one looked a little bit like a Dust Buster, but it had, like, I just remember it had headlights. It yeah, was so sure. cool. Yeah. Really cool thing. But then I've been testing the A9 Ultimate, ah, yeah, which the is their stick vacuum. Yeah. Now, first and foremost, I'll tell you what I don't like about it. Um, it's It doesn't feel as powerful, even in its max mode, mm. uh, as the Dyson does. Yeah. It has the old-school Dyson-style barrel, which, see, Dyson with the V10 went uh, continuous along the stick through the barrel so that it just – Continuous flow, flow, yeah, yeah. And and instead of having, like, one barrel with another cog intersecting it – and I just felt like it got clogged up a few times. Okay, The, right. the, the junk and the gunk just got clogged up in there a few yeah, times, which yeah. is a pain and very hard to clean out. Yeah. Whereas the Dyson's a one-action, yeah. it basically just expels all the it gunk does, itself. Yeah, yeah. So I think they need to work on that. But yeah. the the head on this thing was super powerful, mm. very good. But then there's a, there's a mopping head it's in the A9 Ultimate, yeah. which is just, it's mind-blowing to me. So it vacuums mm. and mops. Yeah. So think of the front leading edge as the vacuum. It's going Yep. And then, because it's clean, yeah. there's two rotating pads, yeah. and that you wet, you moisten them before you start. And then there's a reservoir of water in there which you can right. have expel fast or slow. Mm. And essentially, you can mop the whole home. It basically does two lines, mm. uh, separate, right. and then you've got to go back and you've got to kind of go up the middle of it. So, oh, you, okay, yeah. But but the vacuuming process to me was much more. I guess I took a lot more. You know, I get the dice, and I go, yeah, just
2: yeah. kind of get
0: what you see. Yeah, yeah. Whereas what you really should be doing is a proper, you know, yeah. proper process, proper back and forward. Yeah, and no the, the mop made me do that. Yeah, and it made it mop my whole house. I, I, I was, yeah. I had no problem doing it. It's a very weird sensation because mm. it's very, um, very loose. It's like having oh, okay. a car on a skid pan, oil pan. Because like you've got mops no are All yeah. right, okay, I see what you mean. And you, and you're not. It's not as easy to push around. But man, I mop the floor. It's like here. using
1: one of those buffing machines yes. on the car. Yeah, correct. Yeah.
0: And mate, it was sensational. And yeah. now it's it's twelve hundred bucks, yeah. and so it's up against the best mm. Dyson. And the mm. problem is, it's an excellent mop. But well, have, I don't see my wife using that. Mm. I see her still preferring to Dyson just mm. to vacuum up, mm. and then get one of those similar mopping. Yeah. You know, but pads mm. on the end of a you know Norwex thing that she's got and just you know mop the floors. so
1: you've, you've got the the Dyson V11 11. now with the the fancy LCD screen yep. is that more powerful or yes. is it it is more powerful I believe
0: it's slightly more powerful yeah, but okay. it's more about the intelligence of the head yeah, and reading actually and actually, the carpet and actually being able to see your time remaining and stuff yeah. like that it's
1: very good Pretty cool stuff. Uh, Who would have thought we'd be talking about cleaning products? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Whenever technology gets chucked into a cleaning product, we're into it. We love it. That's it. We're there.
2: EFTM.
0: This is the EFTM podcast.
2: EFTM podcast.
0: So, who would have thought we'd be talking about luggage? Mm, Well, I'm
1: sure. Given how much you travel, I'm not surprised. Luggage is a lifestyle item. It is,
0: but I would argue this is as much tech as lifestyle. Okay. I I got I got a contact from the people at July. Never heard of them before. No. no. And they said, uh, we see you travel. Would you like to test our luggage? Okay. Right. They sent me a July carry-on. It's the only item they have. It's $295. Mm. Um, They're a new company, Aussie company. Mm. A couple of mates created this thing. One of the mates is heavily into manufacturing and understands the whole world of this and has been in luggage before. The other guy's more of a marketing dude. Um, It's a spectacular experience for the user because it's one of those online online purchases you get. Yeah. I'll tell you right now Kogan it's just it's a purchase for what you purchase like the box is boring it's just a thing yeah yeah July came and it's a big box, big brown box. It says July on it. They've branded it well. You open it up and the thing's in a beautiful bag. Mm. It's really well done. And it looks like quality because that's the thing. You've decided to buy online for a start. You've decided to not buy Samsonite or something, which is obviously a very reputable brand. Mm. And you get this thing out. It's one of those polycarbonate hard shells. Mm. They've embossed their logo onto it. So it's very clear that it's not some, you know, just factory thing that's just got another brand on it. It's their thing. But then when I talk to them, it's like they went to the trouble of changing the design many times so that it would be more robust. So mm. the curves on it are deeper. So instead of being really narrow curves, they're quite deep curves sure. to give it more rigidity. Mm. They've reinforced the corners with aluminium, which is important. The wheels are their own um, style yeah. uh, whisper quiet wheels, but they're they're bloody sensational in the airport. The they thing roll just straight. Goes straight, yeah, so good. Yeah. And there's a battery built in, yeah. ten thousand milliamp hour battery, which pops out mm. underneath the handle, and you can plug. Two devices into it to charge as you go. Mate, awesome. The handle itself is pretty good. Mate, the handle is like a rubberized. feels yeah. really nice, but it also goes up in 20 increments of, yeah. of size. So you can literally make it really fit you, really yeah. suit you to, mm. to wheel it along. So much thought has gone into this thing. And the price isn't too exorbitant I don't either. I not think two ninety five. is too – yes, you can go to Aldi yeah. this weekend and get two mm. bags for $99. But yeah. it's Aldi, right? Yeah. So how long is it going to last and how yeah. many trips are you going to make? This thing is genuinely carry on size. It's yeah. only negative, it's mm. three kilos, three and a big kilo. Mm. So you're already impacting upon your your weight limit if that's oh, a concern okay. yeah, for that you. Yeah, it's so, pretty heavy, isn't it? So they, they're going to come out later in the year with a, a fabric based one, they okay, hope, which right. will be a lot less. Yeah. And they're going to come out with a large polycarbonate, you know, suitcase yeah, sure. style as well. Yeah. I think they're onto something. I think, you know, people these days are okay with going to a small and unknown brand mm. if they're getting something that's that's quality, and mm. also I think people do want something unique. Mm. I like the fact that I've got this thing that not a lot of people have got. Yeah. I like the fact that it's a cool brand, yeah. and you know they're playing the social game really well. 295 I genuinely think it's a cracking good deal for a quality, not Aussie made, but Aussie company mm. um, making something unique that has been built specific to purpose.
1: All right. Well, um, you've got July when their next model comes out. I assume it'll be August. Could I have that one? <laughs> followed by September. It'll be the July. Where did
0: July come from? I don't know. But you know what you they nailed? A- I didn't ask them that, but you, they nailed the. They got the. Ha- they got the Twitter handle. Everything. Really?
1: Yeah, they're good kids. Good they're Aussie good kids. Well. We love seeing. Well done, Aussie July. companies doing good stuff. Good things. EFTM. you're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. You know, uh, during the week we do some pretty odd things here in the EFTM uh, HQ building, which is just palatial, decked out in all sorts of technology. It's a wonderful place to exist, but. As I said, odd things happen. What, I was odd... sitting there doing my work and yeah. you know, I typing away some riveting article that lots of people read, hopefully. And Trevor goes, "I need you," and I said, "I okay, can't. I'm here for you. I'm your servant. I'm your loyal servant, and I'll get down on two knees if I need to." Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he handed me a camera and said, "I need you to take a picture of my oh, okay. hand We're on a that. mouse." Okay. I need to take a picture of yep. my hand on this mouse. Well, it's describe a the mouse. mouse. Describe it. I can't. I don't know what it is. It's, it's a, a like vertical a, mouse. It's this very unusual looking piece of plastic that looks nothing like a conventional mouse. So everyone who's standing,
2: yep.
0: just just relax your arms. Okay. No, just relax your arms. Okay? Like. Now look at your hand. Yeah. Okay. What see about? how your hand is? Yeah. It's it's kind of parallel with your with yep. your with your body. It's yep. not twisted out flat. You know when people draw hands yep. on a body, they draw the five fingers. You can't actually see them. You can really just see the True. the 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 C of yeah. your thumb and your forefingers, yeah. right? So now you lift your hands up onto the desk, yeah. and if you sit them comfortably, mm. you're actually sitting on, what do you call that? The It's like the ball of your hand, of the pinky finger. Yeah. You're not sitting flat-handed. That's true. But uh, every mouse we use yeah. is flat-handed. Yeah. So there's a large amount of muscle turning going on just by sitting at your desk <laughs> with a mouse. Right. So what Logitech did was create a mouse that's at a 57-degree angle <laughs> so that the buttons… You know, you, you know your stuff here, Trev. The buttons… Yep. Uh, uh, they're still there for your fingers so they're on the your side thumb, on the
1: right hand side yeah, yeah it's just
0: normal it's a mouse turned on its side
1: and your thumb sort of rests on a ridge thumb, across thumb sits, the top of it just
0: sits down no it doesn't have to be on top it sits, sits oh, okay. uh, on the side Just your, your hand is sitting naturally on the table and how'd it feel it felt great right like I'm genuinely used to it it took maybe an hour to get used to so it's, they've really nailed the ergonomics they've nailed the ergonomics the problem is ergonomic keyboards have been around for a while I had one of those ones do you, remember, do you ever see the ones with a split yeah they were split yeah ergonomic, because that's yeah. the way your hands are. Your hands yeah. aren't like that. No. But bloody, people don't like the look of them because they're, they're awkward. Yeah, they they're, they're, not, they're not. That's right. Yeah. So the problem Logitech have is people are going to look at that and they also go, it's like 150 bucks and yeah. go, well, it's just weird. It's going to feel weird. But trust me, it doesn't. Mm. If you have any wrist um, injuries RSI. or concerns, yeah. you need to stop the muscle movement. What about those mouses that, <laughs> or mouses? Mice?
1: mice? I say mice. Those mice that used to have the big ball. And, you know, and then a they'd huge surrounding still. piece yep. of plastic. We had them at the radio station. Because hand there was over no it. space. Oh, we, yeah, that's right. Because there's no yeah. space
0: to move the mouse. Yes, So that's right. it was a fixed position. And yeah. instead of moving the mouse, you move the ball of the yeah. mouse. That was a good old day. But then crap, would get caught in the ball. Just like the old days of the, the actual mouse that had the ball on yes. the mouse, yeah. You'd have to clean them out. Yeah. This is like going back to the vinyl stuff. You'd have yeah. to take the ball out. You'd have to scratch off all the bloody pocket lint or whatever mm. the hell the fluff was down there. Put the <laughs> ball back in and then it would be running again freely. You know what? The mouse is
1: be I mean, one of those bits of technology that just keeps giving and giving. It's still a vital part of what we do. It is, isn't it? Like since day one of the personal hey, mate, computer, the mouse has
0: existed. You can give me as many touch screens, yeah. as many stylus pencil things yeah, as you pencils, want. Pencils, please. I still need the mouse. You still need a mouse. Still need a mouse. Yeah. Who you invented it? Mister Mouse. Mister Mouse. I actually think it was um, someone at like Xerox. Yeah. Right. Okay. They were working on something, and then wouldn't that have been revolutionary? Steve, Steve is, Jobs yeah. took a bit of a, the idea. Oh. He's done that before,
1: hasn't he? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I
0: bagged bag the man. Okay. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Trev, I know you go to the dry cleaners a lot because you need to appear on TV and you have suits and all that sort of stuff and you need to look presentable. Mm. I... Sometimes appear on TV, but uh, more often than not, my wife is on TV more than me, probably because she's a TV reporter. <laughs> now, look, given her hours, she doesn't get a chance to go to the dry cleaners all that often, so I do the drop-off, and she has a wardrobe allowance because she has to appear on TV, so she's got lots of different dresses. So I go to the laundry uh, laundromat regularly for her, the dry cleaners. It's a mystery to me how they operate. The, the one I go to is a drive through, so I, I pull up to the window and I hand over the clothes and he counts them and, you know, he gives me a docket. But I always ponder and look through the window and have a bit of a, you know, peekaboo. It's a, I don't know what happens in there. It's such a mystery. I so, don't understand the concept of dry cleaning.
0: No, I mean, because, neither do I. Because I am pretty confident they're just washing my shirts. Well, no, I, I, I just want the mind. To be honest,
1: I went the mind. I went there with probably ten garments, and he handed two back and said, "We can't do these. They need to be gentle machine washed." And I want. I thought. Have you got a machine? I did? don't understand how. I can be gentle machine washed, but not dry cleaned. Now, dry clean to me, as far as I understand, is all they do is spray some sort of substance on it. It's not going into a machine really? and going, you know, through some sort of cycle. It's literally dry cleaning. I, I, don't, I, I need people to contact me via Twitter, on the EFTM Twitter account or via our Facebook page. I assume there was still a big machine they went into. There are machines in there, but I just don't get it. What are they doing? How does it work? How do they get the... How do they iron it so
0: perfectly? Oh, I've seen them iron. and They've got those big press irons. They're very good. I want one of those. There's, but see, lot, it's interesting there's because so many different chemicals. So I'm, I'm just lazy and I'm happy to admit it. I'm happy yeah. to be uh, admit I'm lazy and I'm happy to pay. I, I took my... I took 14, the 15 shirts yesterday. It was 36 yeah. bucks. I mean, yeah. I'm just happy to pay it. I, I really am so that I can go and pick up fully ready-to-go shirts. Yeah. But it's interesting. My wife said to me that, I says the lady in the area, she's charging uh, 35 bucks for ironing. Um, should we do that? I went, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Because I don't need, the, I don't, I'm like you, I don't know what dry cleaning is, but trust me, I'm just happy with washing because I know washing works, right? So I'm happy with washing. I just need someone
1: to iron them for me. You just need someone to iron. And
0: I look at the bloke and he's doing the pressing back there and I go, that's, a, that's an impressive, quick mm. set of ironing thing you're doing. But you're right. Apart from the conveyor belt with the, Things on it, which I get. Yeah. I don't understand any of what else goes back on there.
1: Uh, yeah, look, I mean, they're taking our clothes and they're putting it into a back room, and
0: we don't know what they're doing with them. But full respect to them, though, when I take my clothes, I've got a basket. I've got a yeah. specific, this is Trev's dry cleaning basket. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I put it in the front seat, and then I get to the shops. If the kids with me, I mm. hand them out. We count them; it's a bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, if it's just me, yesterday I dropped them everywhere, but yeah. I'm counting them. I take them because I don't take the basket with me. Yeah. I don't. This feels weird, mm. so I just take an armful of clothes. Sure, but they smell like you know. Yeah, yeah. It smells like me, <laughs> like and it's and it's they're clearly worn clothes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Can
1: I tell what? you something. I was uh, at the London Olympic Games in 2012. Yeah, and. You know, it is such a big event and there's thousands and thousands of media there. And they had a dry cleaning service there and in the media village. And I was standing in front of a very, very prominent television host, a female television host. And you had to count out your items. I mean, the the bloke wanted to know how many items there were. She had to pull out her bra, her underwear, all in front of everyone. I was behind her. Uh, every piece of apparel she had was just laid out for all of us to see.
0: <laughs> like, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Well, that's what I was thinking it's yesterday very, when I am handing it over.
1: Very high profile person. I'm
0: handing them over, and I've, I I said, There's, I, there was a, the other thing I don't get is how do they do it? Because yeah. they just take all the clothes and then they just end up with tags on them. Oh, those bloody pink tags are staples. But how, like, how do they have the time to do that when there's so I many know. people? Like, oh, do, they've just got so many baskets. So I, know. Know, I put them straight into an empty basket. Yeah, He said, How many? I said, It's 14. Yeah. I said, I think. Yeah. And he goes, we'll count him anyway. So he's pulling. Me. I can smell him. I'm going. Is this like? Is this hard for you? They should, sh- should they be wearing gloves? I don't know. Yeah. Like he's a nice kid. He he looks after me at the. Also this is my problem with yeah. not going now if my wife wants to do the ironing with someone else, because yeah. I'll walk past because it's on the way to the shops, yeah. I'll walk past and they'll just look at me going, You're not coming here anymore. Because <laughs> it's great, I don't even say my name and yeah. he just remembers my name now. He types it in. Oh, and I, I just tap and go. Tap and go. It's like a proper tap. I say 14 shirts, tap, go, done. See, I don't pay until I pick up. No, nah, always pay at the start. Really? Because then I just rock up anytime I because I forget their Well,
1: mine's drive through so I don't have to get out of the car anyway. So. Drive through. It's drive through. He just passes it through the window. <laughs> Mate, it's a but bit awkward sometimes when it's a suit. Literally, I was just going to say it's what? like a Macca's drive-through at Windsor, and there's a boom gate. And when he's finished, it opens, and you drive out the I back. I want to, I want to hang him on the back on the co- coat hook. No, can't just on the chuck back. it on the bloody front seat. I don't give a rat. It's just been iron. I don't want to get out. I don't want to get out. That just defeats the purpose. I don't want to go in the dry cleaners. Okay? Does your wife know that you just throw him on the front seat? yeah She's fine with no. Why do not think she? I does. hook it up on the headrest, so it just sort of, sort of, just cascades over the front seat. That's what I do maybe she hasn't complained. It's worked. so And she's been on TV. and she, Watch Channel 10 News. If my wife looks like an unmade bed, it's my fault.
0: <laughs> this may be a bit in, mm. but we get a lot of couriers. We get a lot
1: of deliveries, yes.
0: And if I could make an appeal to any courier drivers that are listening, I've got some stories to tell. And I hope that they could educate you and help you make you a better person at your job. Mm. But probably also help your headquarters understand because they make mistakes too. They do. I've had a lot of courier dramas over the years. A lot. Mm. A lot of career dramas. Mm. Just fun, silly things, whatever. Mm. But the absolute king of all career dramas occurred just two weeks ago. Mm. We arranged for some new televisions for the office. We did multiple because we uh, we're <laughs> setting up Set setting four. up a, a wall of televisions mm. uh, for us to monitor the world. Yep. Um, security cameras, Foxtel, whatever we want. Yeah. And a large, I mean, large television. Yeah. Um, that we do our video production. Yeah, funnel. it's a big fucker. Um, it, isn't it, um, Angus?
1: That's a wonderful TV from LG.
0: It's a big fucker.
1: Yeah. I, I've measured the space in my house and it, it would easily fit. I'm just letting you know that, Angus. Stop it.
0: Anyway, what about this? And this is of no fault of the company that sent us the TV. Dang, yes. Yep. No, it's 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 just an amazing, amazing situation that occurred that I, I'm still flabbergasted by. Now, mm-hmm. we are in a unit complex. Yeah. We are unit number thirty-one. Yeah. Uh, I got a call mm. from uh, Storage King. Mm, good kids. G'day, mate. <laughs> spoke from Storage King here. Okay, mate. Yeah. He goes, mate, we just had some TVs delivered. Yeah. I went. I'm sorry, what? Because <laughs> I'd been sitting in the office waiting all day. Yeah, yeah. said some TVs delivered. I went. You what, mate? You mm. guys? Yeah, they didn't know. They couldn't find you, so they mm. delivered them here. I went. Oh, okay. just <laughs> dropped. Thanks for tracking me down. He had to track me down, like look it up on the internet and everything. At least he bothered. Oh yeah, for sure. Because he really could have pulled a rot there. So. The thing is, I still can't fathom it. No. So apparently, mm. because all of the documentation mm. on the television has our exact address, mm. but I'm going to work on the assumption they were wrapped in black plastic and mm. someone scribbled with handwriting yep. an address that was slightly wrong. It was number unit number 35 mm. in this complex, mm. of which there is. So they, yeah. the, according to the Storage King guy, yeah. the driver went to number 35 unit, yeah. unit number 35, and said, Trevor Long here? They go, no, nah, don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> And he went, okay. Yep. And do you know what he did next? Yeah. He went to street number 25. <laughs> street number, not unit number, street number. Yep. And went, oh, it's a fucking storage facility. Yeah. He got their yeah. uh, forklift, yeah. took the pallet off the truck and left them there. He used their forklift. Yeah, because he doesn't have a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that because when the Curry company rang me recently yeah. and said, yeah. have you got a uh, forklift at your John?" I went, no, mate, I don't. He, no. He goes, what? I said, why? He goes, because we've got to deliver some TVs. I said, mate, I've already picked them up. <laughs> I took the Hyundai Ionic and picked up three of them. and I organized for my brother-in-law, who happens to have a van, a van yeah. to pick up the big motherfucker. The bigger,
1: yeah.
0: How does that happen? How does so
1: the, the bloke, I mean, don't you need a license to drive a fork? Don't please?
0: you need a signature to fucking sign off on these?
1: How has he gone from 31 to 35 to 25 to a completely different unit and then mate. to Storage King? Like what? Staggering. Like, I know couriers are, you know... Under pressure. Under pressure. Tough job. every minute is money to them. That's spot so on. He's just gone, you Take know what... Take him back to the depot, champ. Yeah, but he's just got. you know what, fuck it, I'm taking a punt. <laughs> I'm just taking a punt he's gone, fuck with it. I'm about assuming. 10 grand worth of TVs. Yeah. He's just gone, I'm assuming yeah. they'll be right here. Wow. I mean, if that's happening once just here in an isolated, you know, case... Imagine what's happening across the broader and metropolitan the area in Sydney every day. Is,
0: the best part of this is, and I know the people involved in the television company feel bad, but yeah. it's not your, fault, not your folks. fault, It's the Courier Company because the last time I had a Monumental mm. was the same brand of television. <laughs> Came to my house, backed his truck up. The Monumental. He goes, mate, I've got a, uh, got a delivery for you. He goes, yeah. yeah, mate, it's a, it's a sweet TV I'm reviewing. Yeah. He goes, oh, it's two. Yeah. I went, oh, okay. Yeah. radio. Yeah. So I open the garage door and he puts the two televisions yeah. in my garage. Yeah. I looked at them for some time, and I thought, "Wow, oh, this is this is it! <laughs> Giddy up, I've arrived." <laughs> Not only they've yeah. given me a TV to review because yeah. that's the one that's because you can tell the box has been opened yeah, a few yeah, times, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the one I'll review. Yeah, it's been used, but they've given me one to keep. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. I'm excited. <laughs> I really wanted one of these TVs. <laughs> anyway, then I I spent a bit more time thinking. Yeah. Fuck! They would have told me that. Like yeah, they would yeah. they would have said, yeah. "We're finally giving one of these yeah. TVs." Yeah. I've looked. At the ad, there's a label on. Oh, yeah. hang on a minute, and it's a TV yeah. that someone bought. Yep. And had delivered to their house, which was fucking a hundred blocks from mine. In the same suburb. You were sent someone's. nowhere man. near my house. Jeez. So I've rung the guy and gone, mate, this is going to be a really weird conversation. <laughs> were you expecting a television to be delivered today? He goes, yes. I said, mate, my name's Trevor Long. I live in your suburb and it's at my house.
2: <laughs> and
0: he's like, why? And I'm like, I can't we explain don't that. know. <laughs> Did he come around to your house? Yeah. I said, mate. I can arrange yep. I can ring the company and we yep. can but yeah. my experience with yeah. bringing the company and having don't bother things, it could take days yeah. and I, I, if mate I'm like you yeah, yeah. you want your TV now you yeah. better come and get it yeah, exactly he played, brought his land crew yeah, around yeah. and we just threw it in the back of the car <laughs> wow anyway, shout out to all our courier drivers. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're good kids aren't they we sometimes they even support, interrupt the podcast fuck, as you've probably you noticed doing? exactly finally, Bodog, I want to talk about hairdressing. And I know this is going to be awkward for you because you self uh, I've had hair uh,
1: since I was 22, Trevor. It's been a long time I'm over it. You know, don't need to I remember the it. day you
0: lost it. Yeah. Oh, it didn't happen in one day. You yeah, it was. You no. shaved it off. Bluey day. No, yeah, but... 2002. They grew it back. No, nah, it didn't. From it, that it day on, it recovered. went downhill. It did. You did spend did. some did. money on some treatments too. Yeah, I did. That was stupid. Yeah, it was. Anyway, I go to a bloke called Cleaver. Who? He runs a joint called Merino's. Yeah. Cleaver. I just I just walk Cleaver. What you the Cleaver? No. I walk in. Yeah. I wait maybe five minutes max. I sit mm. down. He cuts it. I give him twenty bucks. Yeah. I walk out. Yeah. Done deal. Yeah. My kids when they get a haircut are booked mm. into a hairdresser, mm. and they have to see a certain hairdresser, right? An individual. And I'm just like, why can't we just can I take mm. him to Cleaver? And then Amanda's like, no, nah, not yeah. happening. Uh, and but it's it's like a certain guy. At the hairdresser. It's like yeah. the book with that person. Yeah. Anyway, my wife is the same. Yeah. Same hairdresser, sure. different person. Mm. Same hairdresser, salon. Mm. Same salon, different mm. hairdresser. Anyway, I see her the other day. She comes home the other day and she's got some uh, hair dye. Mm. She's going to do it herself. Oh, I she's going to do it yourself. Right. She goes, well, Laura's gone missing. I went, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, wow. I said, what do you mean missing? She goes, she's left. <laughs> There's drama. I said, well, where'd she go? She goes, can not fucking find out? And she goes, and by the way, Christian's left as well. Oh, no. Which is the kid's hairdresser. Not Christian. They've both left the
1: salon, and we don't know where they are! Well, mate, this is important. That's like losing your local GP. Is it, though? It is, because they, so. they know your hair. They know your hair. They know your style. How hard is it to say, mate, can you trim a couple of centimetres no, off? No, they know. Everyone's different. Is Are they? you got to have a family hairdresser. No, you don't. We don't. Just GC, well, She gets her hair done at work.
2: Oh, fucking
1: raw. But Henry started. Yeah, He's actually Why not you do
2: once your hair.
0: they said to me, you oh, should go, no, that just feels wrong. Yeah, no. I don't even go to makeup anymore. Use it up. Oh, yes, so, so I feel pretty bad if I walk in and yeah. say, listen, I'm here an hour early. Can you give me a trip? Wow.
1: I just that just feels wrong to me oh, I'd be doing I'd be taking full advantage of the services at Channel 9 if the you,
0: channel on hairdressers is yeah. listening but the thing is they'll give you something a
1: really they'll, be, they'll, they'll yeah, give you a real trendy <laughs> sort of haircut yeah yeah. they'll you'll do one of those look shaved with yeah. the, with, you know how they shave yeah, a line Yeah, look like David Campbell yeah, or be something. like <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I'd be very happy to look like <laughs> that man has hair <laughs>
1: that'd be handy yeah, that man actually yeah, has hair I'm not talking about a plastic surgeon
0: but are you serious okay so you can't chime in on this because no I
1: can because Henry we got his hair cut on the weekend because
0: originally yeah,
1: With kids, I, and I'm sure you've been through this, it reaches a point where it just gets a bit out of the control and looking at him simply gives me the shits. <laughs> Don't you, do you know what I mean? Okay, your, so head, Jackson, your hair looks like shit, Henry. We're going to go get a haircut. Jackson
0: was a prefect yeah. for the last, for obviously the yeah. last year of primary school. Yeah. So he was always trim, prim, proper. Yeah. Or, or we, we were very strong about him looking respectful. Yeah. He had the shits with us big time because yeah. he wasn't allowed to wear the year six shirt. Yeah. More than once a week Right He had to wear uniform sure. And we were just like Mate you're yeah. a fucking prefect okay? yeah, yeah. Lift your game Lift your game So mate <laughs> The the last time he was due for a haircut Was just maybe a month out From the last mm. assembly mm. And we didn't get any letters He wasn't getting an award So yep. we went mate Just fucking let it go Yeah. Anyway it turns out He did get an award yeah. So we were a bit panicked But it still looked yeah. alright yeah. He hasn't had a haircut since yeah. Because he wants to grow it out ah. And I mean out Like a surfy yeah. Wow. So right now, mate, you should see him, Jacko, because he's got this beautiful it's really silky thick black thick hair, yeah. Black hair, yeah, right? Yeah. And right now it just hangs down here, right? Really? And he's constantly flicking his head, oh, he wears a hat yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I go, I would get home the other night at about nine yeah. and he goes to bed at eight thirty. He's never uh, he's not even in bed by yeah. nine, but anyway. Yeah. I go in, say good night. Yeah. He's he's got a he's got a weird lamp on his bed yeah. on and he's reading a book and he's yeah. wearing a beanie. <laughs> and I go, dude, it's not even cold. What are you doing? He goes, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a fucking beanie to bed so he can oh, see adolescence. But mate, yeah. I just don't get the hairdresser thing. No, I don't see how my wife can't just rock up to another hairdresser and go, "Listen, it's trust. You're on trial here. Yeah, fuck it up, and I'm not coming back. Yeah, but that's the problem. If they do fuck it up, it's weeks and weeks well, and weeks better
1: and better weeks and weeks until restored. Oh well, mate, women they're different. <laughs> they you know they they see it a different way. I'll tell you what, though, just one last thing. Yeah. We we got dutted the last time Henry had his haircut out, out at Rousey. How do you get at a haircut? Well, we went to a barber, and it was a Sunday, and they charged us $30, like what? Sunday rate. So this time we went, fuck that. So we went, went to Just Cuts. And so we rock up, and we get straight in. I didn't even look at the price list. Sunday rates again, $25. He would have been in the seat for probably five minutes. This is a little toddler. At Just Cuts.
0: What? Ring Grant Daniel. Grant Daniel. Who used to do the just cut? It was is,
1: is It him? It's it's still him. is. Still yeah. Is. Well, you've got contact. All right. I'm straight onto it. What a refund! At least five dollars,
0: maybe ten. Anyway, it's what good. What do it. you think it should cost Any- to get uh, Henry's haircut? Five. Five bucks. Yeah. So for some time, because Jacker had that really. It's just because we. I was just. I was just giving him a number four or. He's giving it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had. A tr- I got trimmers. Yeah. I was just giving him the trim. Yeah. But I then suppose. we realized. It, he just looked like a Lego man. Yeah. So the poor kid, you know, needed to get some style in his life. Yeah. So he looks. Oh, I just don't know how it's going to go. Mum, his mum reckons luck. he can have a man bun. I've said that you fucking man. Oh, if he gets a man you bun. You are a man bun, you yeah.
1: fucking sleeping somewhere else. I'll leave the company. I don't want to be associated with a father <laughs> who allows his son to have a man bun. Well, let me be very clear. I'm not allowing it. Okay. But Amanda the does. That's directive from Trevor Long. Well, that's been the EFTN podcast, Trevor. And uh, John Abib will be back in some the point. future. Yeah. Um, but the show always goes on, doesn't it? Well, let's be clear. It's about us, not him. <laughs> it's always about us. Thanks for your company, everyone. Bye- bye-bye bye for now. now.
2: This is the AFTM podcast. The